Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, come with me. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 27 of Soul Food. Uh, we're coming up to the end of Ramadan and coming up to the end of uh, this portion of Soul Food. And inshallah, we're, we're thinking of continuing it after Ramadan and we'd love to hear back from you. Uh, if you'd like us to continue, let us know. And if you have any suggestions of what we can continue with, uh, that would be great as well. In this episode, inshallah, we're going to look at friendship and friends. Uh, we'll look at why your heart is precious and why your love is a precious gift that you need to be careful about giving out. We'll look at friendship in the Qur'an. We'll look at the effects of good and bad company. And then we'll look at the effects of friendship on the heart and on one's faith, on one's iman, on one's belief and faith. The love that you give people is very precious. That love, that divine gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed in the hearts of human beings is something of the heavenly realm. It's something of the soul. And it really transcends a lot of kind of worldly egotistic desires. And your love and the friendships that you make in this world actually have eternal consequences. That those attachments and the love that you have it carries on into the next world and it's extremely important it's not something to be taken lightly at all the the bonds that we have when you feel and they say that friends are the family that you choose when you feel so close with someone that they're your own brother or your own sister or you feel that kind of deep bond and it's a spiritual experience it's not something to be taken lightly at all, even in relation to our nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And of this path of spiritual refinement, it's something that either helps you along the way or can become a major obstacle in drawing closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And just being honest, one of the hardest things to do is to choose friends wisely. Because for most people, we grow up and we meet people and we become friends at a young age. And then as we get older, we start to discern whether this is really good for me or not. And sometimes by that point, the emotional bonds and the emotional attachment has already occurred. So it becomes very difficult to really objectively choose your friends at that point. But it's extremely important. And as the Prophet ﷺ said, that a person is with those that they love in the hereafter. So you have to give your love carefully. If you love good people, if you love those who are beloved to Allah, then you're in their company. But the flip side, which is dangerous, is that if a person loves people who are not beloved to Allah, or loves people who are engaged in uh, negative things, then they'll be counted as one of them because of that love. So you have to give your love carefully. You have to give your love carefully.
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم الأخلاء يومئذ بعضهم لبعض عدو إلا المتقين That on that day, on the day of resurrection, on the day that we all will stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and will all be held to account, Allah says friends will become each other's enemies. It's amazing. Friends will become each other's enemies. They might have been friends in the world. They might have had a good time and gotten along with each other in the world, but they didn't encourage each other to do good. That they brought each other down. That in the pursuit of egotistical desires and pleasures and, and what else, they assisted each other in things that were not pleasing to Allah. So they might have they might have been tight in the world. They might have loved each other in the world. But when the reality is shown to them and the veil is lifted, they recognize that they were harmful for each other. So Allah says, on that day, friends will become each other's enemies. إِلَّا الْمُتَّقِينَ Except for the righteous. Except for the righteous. The righteous who encouraged each other to do good. Who were there for each other in ways that were pleasing to Allah. Who assisted each other, reminded each other, and so on and so forth. Their love will increase on the day of resurrection. They will say, Alhamdulillah, you are my friend. Alhamdulillah, you had my back. Alhamdulillah, you were there for me. And now we see the fruits of that friendship here in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So here Allah is warning us to choose wisely. Because friends in a worldly sense will not be friends in the hereafter. But those who are doing it for Allah and encouraging each other to do what's right, then their, their friendship will remain and will only grow in love and appreciation in the hereafter. There's a beautiful hadith. You may have heard it before, but if not, even if you have heard it before, it's, it's beautiful. That the Prophet ﷺ, he describes friendship in this really profound way. And it's very deep, and it has many levels. So we'll look at this hadith. And the Nabi ﷺ قال, إِنَّمَا مَثَلُ الْجَلِيسِ الصَّالِحِ وَجَلِيسِ السُّوءِ كَحَامِلِ الْمِسْكِ وَنَافِخِ الْكِيرِ That the likeness of a righteous companion and an evil companion are like a perfume seller and a blacksmith. That a good friend is like a perfume seller. And a bad friend is like a blacksmith. And then the Prophet ﷺ goes on to describe why that is. فَحَامِلُ الْمِسْكِ إِمَّا أَنْ يُحْذِيكَ وَإِمَّا أَنْ تَبْتَاعَ مِنْهُ وَإِمَّا أَنْ تَجِدَ مِنْهُ رِيحًا طَيِّبًا He says, as for the perfume seller, he may give you some perfume as a gift. Or you may buy some from him. Or at least you will smell good just being around him. Or you will enjoy the good scent in his company. And this is a beautiful hadith, there's many levels. And this is one of the miracles of the Prophet wasallam is that he had comprehensive speech. Is that he would say very short pieces of wisdom that were extremely deep. So here, it shows us that your heart is like a sponge. That your heart is like a sponge and you soak up the state of those around you. And there's three levels in the relationship with a good friend. The Prophet ﷺ describes three levels. One is that he gifts you perfume. And perfume here is something good, something beneficial, something pleasant. So what that means is you soak up 
from the good state that they have with God. That one of the things that you could get from a good companion is that just being in their company, you're uplifted. You get what they have from nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from beautiful character, from uh, the acts of worship, and so on and so forth. And one of the best ways to avoid getting into trouble is just being around someone good. So that's the first level, is that they gift you some goodness, that you just get benefit just being around them. The second thing the Prophet says is that you can buy some perfume from them. And this is that if you strive to learn from them, and you seek whatever it is that they have achieved, that this one takes a little bit more effort, that sometimes it just comes naturally that they gift it to you, but sometimes you have to strive and learn, why is it that you're doing this? Why is it that you're doing that? And you have to adjust yourself to being like them. But when you adjust yourself to being like them, you still benefit. You get the reward and you get that pleasant state at the end of it. And then the third level is that even just being in their company, you begin to smell good. That at the very least, their company is pleasant. And some goodness rubs off onto you, at the very least. So there's three levels of, of a good friend that the Prophet ﷺ describes. Now we'll look at the evil friend or the evil company. He says, And this is narrated by Bukhari and Muslim. He says, as for the blacksmith, he may burn your clothes or you will get a vile smell just being around him. So here there's two levels. That the first level is that he'll burn your clothes because as a blacksmith, they're working in a dangerous environment. There's fire, there's uh, you know things that are flying all around and so forth. And at the very least, you'll start to get dirty and smell bad from being around them. So the scholars say that the first level is that being in the company of an evil person is that they will burn you with the fire of sin and disobedience. That that's the burning that the Prophet is talking about. Or at the very least, their company is unpleasant and some of that unpleasantness rubs off onto you. That some of that unpleasantness rubs off onto you. So we see here these beautiful examples full of wisdom that the Prophet gives us. And that what's another thing that's very interesting is that there's three levels of benefit with the good friend, whereas two levels of harm with the bad friend. In other words, there's more benefit that you get with a good person. And even the harm that you get, the benefit of being in good company outweighs the harm that you get from evil company. But the point is, is to seek out good company. The point is to seek out good company. That brings us to the last point, is that your iman, your faith, it really is proportionate to the kinds of friends that you have around you. That when you're around good people, when you're around people who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you're around people who obey the commands of Allah and avoid the prohibitions, when you're around people who are conscientious, when you're around people who have beautiful character, even if you feel that you're not at their level, you will benefit tremendously from being around them. And one of the things that happens to a lot of people is kind of this waswasa, this whispering of the devil, where he says, oh, you're not good enough to be in their company. Oh, they wouldn't like you. Or, you know, they're really kind of uptight. Or they're really not fun. But the thing is, you've prevented yourself. If, that, if you believe that, you've prevented yourself before you've even tried. 
I remember when I chose some of my friends at university, there were two guys in particular, Abdullah and Abdurrahman, who I'm still friends with to this day, who were like the best guys that I could see. They were very good guys. And I was trying to change. So I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to hang around those guys. So I moved in with them and we became roommates. And I didn't feel that I was at their level. And I didn't feel that I was as good as they were by any means. But being in their company changed my life. It kept me out of so much trouble. And I thought to myself before I became friends with them, oh, I don't know if they're going to be fun. I don't know if I'm going to have a good time around them. I don't know if we're going to get along. But alhamdulillah, we got along beautifully. They were a lot of fun. And, all, and actually the fun that we had was so much more meaningful because we never felt guilty after it. It wasn't the kind of fun that you feel guilty the next day about. It was the kind of fun that was wholesome and meaningful and that we would you know, talk to one another and sit with one another and really enjoy each other's company. And it wasn't always about making fun of people or engaging in things that were essentially harmful. So don't let that get in the way because the Prophet ﷺ tells us that your deen, your faith, is built upon the kind of friends that you have. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Rajulu ala dini khalili, falyandur ahadukum man yukhalil. That a person is on the religion, is on the level of faith of their close friends. So whoever your close friends are, your heart will be at that level. But then the Prophet says, So be careful, choose carefully who you take as intimate friends. So if you take people who have high levels of iman as your friends, then your iman will increase without a doubt. And if you have a high level of iman, but then you hang around people who are into things that are displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, backbiting or looking at things that are haram or speaking in a way that's foul and so forth, even if you're at a high level of iman, in a very short amount of time, that iman will begin to plummet. So you have to take care of your heart. You have to be very careful. And when we look at why do we say that the companions, may God be well pleased with them, why are they the best generation? They're definitely the best generation, but why? Because they were in the company of the greatest of creation. When they were in the company of the best of creation, وسلم, they became the best generation. Because that was their, they chose the Prophet as their friend and their guide and their imam, so they became the greatest generation. So you see how faith is related to the friends that you have. That brings us to the call to action. The call to action, it's not easy, but it's really important, is that you think about your friends. Who lifts you up and who brings you down? And even if you love someone and you feel like we have a lot of history together, we grew up together and so forth, even if you love someone, but you know that they bring you down, you have to reevaluate that friendship. You have to reevaluate that friendship. So the call to action is to evaluate who your friends are, and not from a position of arrogance. This isn't arrogance, but you have to take care of yourself. You have to take care of your heart, and you have to seek out righteous company. And seek out righteous company now. Don't wait until you get to a better state. Don't wait until you know, oh, I'm not at their level, or I would be embarrassed to be around them. No, seek out good people now. 
and try to be in their company. That's the call to action for today. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he grant us to be in the company of the Siddiqeen, of the people of truth and uprightness and righteousness and piety so that we may grow in nearness to him and iman and faith and that we are in the company of the prophets. May God's peace be upon all of them and the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the highest levels of paradise. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته